Hey there, and welcome to the Digital Nomad Life Podcast. I'm your host, Krista, aka Christabella Travels. And today I'm so excited to be interviewing my previous client, Nergis, who was in my Digital Nomad Life Academy program. And we are both sitting here together in my home in Bali. And um, wow, this is just so exciting because not only is it amazing that we get to meet in real life because we connected so much online, but also today you just scored a client. So another one. (laughs) Okay. We are sharing a mic because we've had some technical issues, but it's all good. We're going to make it work. So Nergis, I'm really excited for everybody to hear your story about how you successfully became a digital nomad after leaving your corporate life in London. But before we get into what you were doing in the past, why don't you tell everybody what you're doing now? So give the people your best pitch and uh, tell everybody what it is that you're doing to make money online. Yes. Hello, everyone. So I am an SEO, search engine optimization consultant for small service-based businesses. I basically help them with their online visibility, but also as part of my program, I also teach them how to do SEO so that if they want to, they can carry on the work or if they want to continue working with me or someone else, they at least know how to do SEO so they can judge the quality of their SEO consultants. So it's very much um, implementation, but also teaching what it is SEO and how you do that. Love it. Amazing. So in summary, you help people maximize their website visibility online and she gets paid to do that from anywhere in the world. So now you're in Bali, but before this. So before this, I was in London. Um, I'm actually originally from Turkey, but I've been in London for nine years. I've been working for an e-commerce company, but I always wanted to do this lifestyle since I was a kid, actually. I just didn't know what it was called and how to do it. <laughs> so now I'm here literally living my dream, by the way. I've realized that the other day when I was driving to the World Cup game, wearing my England shirt. And I was like, oh my God, I'm here living in Bali. I'm just like literally living my dream life because also I've uh, recently got my British citizenship. So that was also one thing, but yeah. Amazing. So exciting. Yeah. I kind of feel like over the years that I've been traveling, it's always those moments where it's like you're doing something that you should have been doing back home, but now you're doing it abroad in a completely different setting. Like for me, it's the Super Bowl where I now, if I'm in Bali, it's Super Bowl Monday because it's like at 7 a.m. Um, and I feel like that's just, it. you get those moments where you're just like, whoa, I'm actually, I'm actually doing this. So let's talk about what this is. So I would love for you to share with whoever is listening to this. I'm assuming that you would like to be a digital nomad and and you haven't made it happen yet. And so, Nergis, you were in that situation for a while, right? I think you said you had several months where you were interested in making this lifestyle happen, but you weren't quite sure what your roadmap was going to be or even really exactly what it was that you were going to do. So can you take us back to the very, like, before the beginning, like when you're in your corporate environment being like, okay, I want out of here. And then what did you do next? Yeah, that's a very good question. So actually, I always wanted to do this um, since I was a teenager. I just didn't know how to do it. I always wanted to go and live in other countries, but I was like, what kind of job would allow me to do that? And then after COVID happened, obviously, it changed a lot of things for people. So I was like, I'm not going to postpone my dreams anymore. 
this is what I want to do. I need to do this. So at the same time, actually, my partner was in the same situation who also worked with Krista. <laughs> so we made the decision. We were like, no turning back. We want to do this. But then obviously after that, it was the questions of, okay, but how are we going to do this? What are we going to do? And, you know, you go on, you do lots of research and everyone is telling you, start as a writer, be a website designer. And we were like, okay, so we need to learn a whole new skill. Is it that we're going to do? Then I was also like researching lots of digital nomads. I came across Krista's podcast. And I think that was the main change both for me and for Ben, because we realized, okay, you don't need to be a copywriter. You know, you don't need to be a teacher to be a digital nomad. You can literally do anything. And it was that mindset. And also just like, making the decision and you know being like fuck this I'm going to do this like we both wore tickets and we were like no going back and then you came at the right time to our lives and yeah it's just like since then it's been amazing and I mean I started properly in March and it's not even been a year and I've uh, lived in Thailand I lived in Tel Aviv I'm here, it's been three months in Bali, now I'm going to Philippines and I am working and building a business and I have clients, so <laughs> it is doable. <laughs> She's working and has got clients and you've been working and have had clients in all of these different countries. And so like literally just over the past year, so it's, we're filming this in December and in March was when you really took the leap, you said to book that first plane ticket and you were like, I don't care if I get a client, like I'm making it happen. Um, and then you just kept making it happen and then carried all around the world with your partner as well, who also made it happen. Maybe I'll get him on one of these podcast episodes too. Who knows? But anyway, I just want to kind of backtrack or reiterate one of the things that you said, which is before you really got started as a digital nomad, you were under the impression that possibly the thing that you would have to do is be a teacher or a writer or just like one of the basic top 10 yeah. things that every single freaking blog that teaches you how to become a digital nomad <laughs> is like, here are the top 10 things that you can do to become a digital nomad. And then they just, they don't cover like literally anything else. And I'm always shouting to everybody who will listen that there are millions of things that you can do to make money online. And you shouldn't listen to anybody that's like, oh, just make sure you do this one method, like the one where people are talking about selling templates on Canva. They're like, this is the best side hustle, whatever. I cannot. Anyway, can you also share this perspective of how there are a million things that someone can do to make money online? I'm assuming you've really like integrated this concept. So definitely 100%. And like, I think that was the biggest change, actually. And also the other thing I want to add, they're not just like, they say certain things that you need to be doing. It's also always on like, oh, go to Upwork or Fiverr and start finding clients. And it is really daunting because you're like, I want to have this dream. I can only do these certain things. And I need to what, like do work for like $5 an hour maybe even not that. Um, so realizing you don't need Upwork, um, you can do lots of other stuff and you can actually make real money doing what you actually love doing was the biggest change. So I just want to tell everyone, please, please, you can do literally everything and you don't need to go on Upwork. 
and just work for free. So thank you for validating what it was that I was saying. Um, so just to answer, if anybody's like, okay, so you're both saying there are a million things that you can do to make money online. But so just to clarify, like what my philosophy is on that. So what I teach my clients who come in through the Digital Nomad Life Academy is that the fastest way to make money doing something that feels good for you key feels good for you because yeah, like all these people that are saying you can design uh, templates on Canva or you can drop ship. They're not wrong. Like actually it's correct. You can do those things and you can make money online that way, but you're probably going to get super burned out. And when you're not doing something that you're happy with, then like, why are you even doing this? Like, aren't you becoming a digital nomad because you want to be happy? Um, so yeah, I teach people how to take a service. So in Nergis's case, your service is SEO. Your service is helping people optimize their website so that it shows up number one on Google. And your partner, Ben, his service is that he's teaching entrepreneurs how to pitch for investments, yeah. right? So that's what he's doing. So both of them are a service where technically you're trading time for money and ultimately, you know, it, it's amazing to not trade time for money. And I hope that everybody that comes through my program eventually gets to a point where they're not trading time for money. But the point is, if you want to start, if you just want to leave the nest, if you want to quit your job, if you want to just get the hell out of the matrix or whatever situation you're in, take a service where all you need is your mind and your energy and your time trade it for money. And that's how you're going to get started. And then eventually, of course, you can scale your business. No, yeah, that's true. Also, I just wanted to say, it may sound like, okay, SEO is actually probably one of the things that's on the list you can do. But even with that, it was always like, you can be an SEO for e-commerce, you can do affiliate websites, which are actually not the part of SEO I enjoy, even though I did e-commerce. And with your program, also like going to competitive research was super, super useful, by the way. I've realized also there are other things to be an SEO consultant doing the way that fits me, aligns with me and like, like the way I love doing it for the people that I actually love, where are they like the small business owners and entrepreneurs. But also the other thing is, as you said, just realizing how you can not trade your time for money and how to achieve that. And now I'm in the process of changing my service to be more like, you know, teaching people and creating more like group programs and coming up with different business models to change that. So I have more freedom to enjoy this life. Love that so much. Okay. So yeah, if you are interested in the Digital Nomad Life Academy, I will be teaching you how to trade your time for money. But again, it's just to get started. And just like Nergis, who's been nomading less than a year, she's already planning on having even more freedom. So one thing that I talk a lot about a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot about in my programs, which I think once my clients come in, they're always like, whoa, this is way more necessary than I thought, is mindset and limiting beliefs and understanding what actually inside of your mind is holding you back. And to this point, Yes, ultimately, sure. You want to have ultimate, ultimate, ultimate freedom. I want to have ultimate, ultimate freedom. I don't want to be trading my time for money. I don't want any of my clients long-term to be trading time for money. But the thing is, if you can't imagine yourself going from like where you are now, which is probably in your corporate job, to being a multimillionaire 
only having to work four hours a week, like in your mind, that's too big of a jump. So you kind of need to take stages. The stages don't have to take a long time. Just like Nergis, she's only been doing it for a few months and already you're wanting to get to that next stage where you have even more freedom. But um, yeah, we need like goal setting is also a big part of mindset. And I really believe in having a big vision, but also having very achievable, manageable goals every single step of the way. So yeah, I know before we started recording this that you were saying that mindset was probably one of the biggest things, like one of the biggest takeaways that you got from the program, but also knowing what to do. So would just love to hear about your experience, kind of like maybe how you were surprised by that, because maybe whoever is watching isn't really sure like what mindset even really means. Yeah, sure. I think it is really, really important. And I think the funniest thing or like sad thing maybe is that you don't even realize you have mindset issues until you start working on it. And it's like both same for me and Ben as well. And we keep saying it now, actually, like creating this lifestyle, having a business, that's actually not that difficult. I mean, yes, there are challenges, but it's not really that difficult. But the difficulty comes from that mindset, like your limiting beliefs, your unconscious beliefs, the fear, what other people say affects you as well. It's because you haven't worked on your own mindset issues. And I realizing that literally everyone, I don't know what it is, (laughs) the way we grow up, the education system, I don't know, but we all have this like scarcity mindset and we are so scared. I'm still like realizing now it's good because I can now realize like when I'm talking to people, I say something, I'm like, okay, I know this is a mindset issue um, and it shouldn't be like that. So for me, that was the biggest change. I was like, when I first started, I was like, am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to deliver? Are people like going to pay me? Like, you know, you feel like, why would someone pay me? And then I'm like, why wouldn't they? But it's that mindset issue. It's really so incredible. And it was quite early on, I think, in the program. And I was like trying to figure out, I, I, I can see that I have certain mindset issues around money, asking for money, you know, getting confident about I can do this. Where And I'm like, why is it? Like, I know I have resources. I know I'm going to deliver something good, but why do I have this? And then you work on it, you work on it. And suddenly one day, you just have a conversation and then just something like switches in your mind. And I realized where my main mindset issues around money was coming. And it is interesting because it was some conversations I had with my parents when I was young that I suddenly realized, oh my God, this is why. And it is incredible. But literally then over the period of like few days, I could see how my whole attitude was changing mm-hmm. and it just continues you know and now that I'm so passionate about it and when I'm back home I'm talking to my friends and I'm like trying to sell this lifestyle and now I can see it on other people and it's actually quite sad I have so many friends they're like oh, I would love to do it and this and that and like, but you know I have this or I'm not like it's so funny I have a friend he's an influencer he has a podcast around people who like basically expats like Turkish expats and we were talking and he really wants to do this and I was like oh my god you can be an expat coach by the way that's something I feel like I've got from you like thinking about like what you can do and I was like you can be an expat coach and then you know he's like yeah but I'm not the authority 
I'm like, who else is more authoritarian? You know, it's just the mindset. So I'm realizing now the thing that's holding people back is just you. You are holding yourself back from doing these incredible things because it's it's really, really not that difficult. I mean, I think working in a corporate environment, nine to five with all that stress, I think that's more challenging than building your own business. Mm. So yeah, mindset is so important. And believe me, you're probably thinking like, oh, I'm fine. I don't have mindset issues. Believe me, you probably have. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I literally couldn't agree more. It's like, if you want something and you don't have it yet, everything that we could possibly want is within reach. Like Jeff Bezos, for example, richest man on the planet. Like he wasn't always the richest man on the planet. And imagine deciding, I want to be the richest man on the planet. Like who is anybody to say that? Genuinely, like who the F is anybody to be like, I'm going to be the richest man on the planet. He just had to keep believing in himself to take the steps in order to scale his business in that way. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Jeff Bezos. I don't love his business model. It's not what I, (laughs) anyway. So just really happy to hear that um, you are seeing that in other people. And I love that you were like, oh yeah, you can just be an expat coach. So it's just this funny thing that once you see, you can't unsee it. And once you're living in a place like Bali and Thailand, especially where there's so many other digital nomads, you start to see that everybody's doing something different, not just the top 10 things. Actually, I have quite a hard time finding copywriters. Like everybody says a copywriter is like the number one thing you can do online. I don't know any copywriters. What is everybody else doing? They're doing a million different things. Like you're doing SEO, but Ben is doing pitch coaching. My boyfriend is teaching people how to get fit online. My roommate is coaching people through shadow work. One of my closest friends, she helps people with business operations. The list goes on and on and on. I know several like online mediums, people that do social media, people that do podcast editing, video editing, TikTok consulting, like Genuinely, there are so many things to do online. So when she says, Oh, you should just be an expat coach, like he's probably like, I've never heard of that before. And that's not a real thing. And I'm not an authority. And who, what can I Google to find whether this is legit? No, 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 no. That is the matrix. That is your mind, your mindset block telling you that you're not good enough and that you don't have the experience or credibility when actually. All you need to do is just start putting content out online, tell people that you know things. You don't need to say, I'm the authority on being an expat. I'm the only one that knows it. No, just be like, hey, this is my experience. I've had this experience. I can help other people. And just honestly, like, well, not watch them come in. There's there's things you need to do to build a business around your personal brand. And that's what I teach you inside the Digital Nomad Life Academy. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, the point is the building the business, when you have a step-by-step-by-step-by-step-by-step-by-step-by-step-by-step-by-step structure, just follow it. But the reason why people don't follow it is because they're scared and they're in scarcity. So that's my rant. Let's talk about something fun because yeah, people want to be digital nomads, right? And um, probably the thing that they're thinking about the most is lifestyle. So how's 
the lifestyle been? What are some things that you found unexpected? The good, the bad, the ugly, the magical? Well, first of all, it is amazing. It is, it's the small things, you know. First of all, it is obviously meeting with like-minded people. And I would say if you make the decision, if you're not sure how to do, find a way to go with one of these digital nomad hubs. That was a great, like going to Thailand and meeting lots of digital nomads. And as you said, you realize all the crazy things people do. And that's just so much awaiting. But, you know, it's just like waking up. And like, if I'm like, you know what? I don't really feel like working. I'm just going to go for a stroll on the beach. I can do that. That's amazing. Or like working from this like amazing places, like having coconuts. I mean, the, all those like small things makes a huge difference also to me like what I realize is now that we are doing this lifestyle we don't end up our evenings sitting in front of Netflix watching Netflix and it is so interesting because that was the norm when we were back at home now we actually do fun stuff or during the weekends our weekends are now like going to waterfalls going to an island and you can do that and you get also so much for your I mean, I think money for your time. So it's all those little things, the community aspect. I don't know, there's so many things to do. But for me, I think actually the best thing is that you start to get to know yourself and discovering yourself. This like you say it as well, always like entrepreneurship is like, it's a journey and you realize so many things about yourself. I find that so fascinating. That's again, the point of like mindset, your habits, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. It's just an incredible journey. Not just like the actual journey going to these beautiful places, but also like within yourself. It's, I find it so fascinating. Love, love, love that answer. Okay. What I love about that answer so much is that you started talking about like the little things with digital nomadism. And then it also came back to like the journey and, and it's the journey within, which is also just as cheesy as it sounds truly the best part about digital nomadism, about entrepreneurship. Like you just get to grow so much. My story, I was a digital nomad for many years working as a remote employee and I traveled to a lot of places and it was, it was amazing. It was great. I had a great time, but like the last few years of being an entrepreneur, yes, they've been hard. Like there's been challenges, but wow, the way that I have grown as just a human on this planet has been like a miracle. And now I'm just like, I'm just more excited than ever to help people see this for themselves too. Because it's like traveling, I'm pretty, I mean, I traveled for a very long time. So like, I lived out of a suitcase solid for like four years, lived abroad for four more years. Now I'm going on my ninth year abroad. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> and like most people don't imagine that they're going to travel for nine years. Most people are like, they just want to take a year off or, or maybe they want to take a year off and then they want to go have a baby or they want to take a year off and then they want to go be able to like live near their parents again or or their friends or just whatever. Anyway, the point is that when you have your own business and you do this mindset work, it's like you get to have a lot of fun with traveling. Like, yeah, having a coconut on the beach, like in the middle of your work day, if that's what you want to do. Amazing. I love that part of my life as well. But yeah, the, I think the the real like inner journey and the inner freedom is why I'm so lit up by this business. So I, I love that you felt that way too. 
So thanks so much for watching. I just want Nargis to maybe wrap up if anybody is watching and they need SEO for their business, then yeah, this is your girl. She's very talented, by the way, has lots of experience from even before you became a digital nomad and uh, very results oriented business. So where can people find you? And also if they want to ask you about your nomad life, is that cool? Yeah, definitely. If you have any questions about anything, please contact me. I always love talking to people. So you can find me on Instagram. It's quite hard, but it's Nargis the UK. Uh, we will put in it's hard. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram. And please feel free to message me on anything. I always love to connect with people. And also, can I just say one last thing? If you are really considering this, please don't listen to anyone. Take the leap. Try to maybe talk to your employee and say, can I go away for a month and go somewhere like Thailand? Or I don't know if you're in Europe, go to Spain where they're like digital nomads, really experience this life because that's going to change your mindset. Even just having three weeks working remotely and then you're going to see that it's possible. So just do it. And also please find someone who already done it and just get help. When I signed up for this program, I actually didn't have the financial means that much, but I knew I had to do it. And I'm so glad I did it because you get the investment back so quickly. Otherwise, I would have probably still trying to do it on my own and maybe not even successful. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And so that's Digital Nomad Life Podcast. Message me at Christabella Travels Coaching. If this episode resonated with you, if you have any questions for me personally about the academy, about your own nomad journey, if it's right for you, et cetera. And I can't wait to connect with you soon.